Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, whatever you want to call it. I guess it's after five. It's evening. It'll be daggum dark here in a couple of minutes, or if it isn't already. Hey, I want to get in here this afternoon and get something on the mic with Living Light Outdoors. Um, kind of been lagging a little bit today. Been working on some stuff. I'll be leaving later this week, traveling down to Tennessee to Luke Hochaver's Whistling Wings Farm to do a... Uh, duck hunt veteran duck hunt with peterson outdoor ministries will be doing some speaking there and interacting with uh, some baseball players and some uh, veterans that we're, we're bringing in for this event and excited about that been working on my material for that today already um getting this getting us ready to leave so i wanted to get in here and bring you a message today i'm finally feeling a little better i'm on the mend i hope uh, man, it's been rough. Man, these last this last couple of weeks have been really tough on this old man. Uh, these last few days especially have been really, really hard to do the things I've done. Yesterday about wore me slam out. Um, I, I wound up doing, did a message on Friday, did a rehearsal for a wedding on Friday, uh, which I drove uh, basically three hours for. And then Saturday I did a message and I came right back in and drove three hours again to go do the wedding and come home. And then I got up Sunday morning and preached a message here on live Facebook, and then I drove into town and preached another message. Man, I got home and fell apart. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm gathering my senses back together now, and I'm certainly feeling better, uh, which I'm very thankful for. But I want to bring you a message tonight about complacency. Yeah, that's a big word, complacency. But what I titled this is Complacency Kills. See, complacent or complacency is showing a smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or maybe one's achievements. The full definition of being complacent is marked by self-satisfaction, especially when accompanied by unawareness of actual dangers or deficiencies. Marked by complacency, self-satisfied or complacent smile, complacent sense, a complacent flattery, unconcerned is how it is explained. A complacent person is very pleased with themselves, or, or maybe they feel like they do not need to do anything about a situation, even though the situation may be uncertain or possibly dangerous. In Psalms 82.5, it says, The rulers do not know, nor do they understand. They walk on in the darkness of complacent satisfaction. All the foundations of the earth, the fundamental principles of the administration of justice, are shaken. Does that not sound a lot like what's happening today in our current leadership? They walk on in this darkness, this complacent satisfaction, while all the foundations of the earth, the fundamental principles of the administration of justice, are shaken. At Psalms 82.5. Matthew Henry's commentary of Psalms 82, 1-5 says this, it says, The magistrates are the mighty in authority for the public good. Magistrates are the ministers of good providence for keeping or up order and peace, and particularly in punishing evildoers. The protecting those that do well, good princes and good judges who mean well are under divine direction, and bad ones who mean ill are under divine restraint. The authority of God is to be submitted to in those governors whom, the, whom his providence places over us. But when justice is turned from what is right, no good can be expected. The evil actions of public persons 
our public mischiefs. Romans chapter 13, 11 says this, do this, knowing that this is a critical time. It is already the hour for you to be awakened from your sleep, your spiritual complacency. For our salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed in Christ. We are called to wake up from our spiritual slumber, for now our salvation draws ever closer. Christ is coming to take us to be with himself, and the time is getting very nearer. How important that we should be ready for his soon return every moment of every day. 2 Kings 19.28 says, Because of your raging against me, and because of your arrogance and complacency have come to my ears, I will put a hook in your nose and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back to Assyria by the way in which you came. The message to the king of Assyria that God was is not going to let this smug, self-centered nature touch the remnant of God's people. There's a whole history involved in that passage in 2 Kings 19. Because you are full of yourself, running your own game, building your own kingdom, I'm going to turn you around and you're going back the way you left. Man, keep that in mind. We can't be smug and self-confident in our spiritual life. We, there, there's never going to be a time in our spiritual life where we have arrived at anything. There, there's no level of achievement. There's always more. God told me long ago, go deeper. Keep moving. There's more. There's always going to be more. And until I stand at those gates and he looks me in the eye and says, well done, thy good and faithful servant, enter into my rest, I have to keep pursuing whatever else is out there, however much deeper I need to go, however much further down the path I've got to travel. Don't be complacent. Don't be smug in your Christianity. Don't let things bring you to a place of complacency that you don't think you need to do anything else, that you think that everything you got's going on is okay. Keep pushing in. Keep pressing into him. There's always more. He's got more for you to do, but you've got to be willing to move to get to it. You understand what I'm saying? Don't let complacency. It's time to wake up from our spiritual slumber. Man, this is not a time to be, hey, man, I'm okay. I'm just going to cruise on through life. This isn't a time to cruise through life. You're going to hit a wall. You're going to hit a speed bump. It's going to catch you by surprise, and you're not going to know what hits you. It's time to get our life in order. It's time to get our life situated and our eyes focused on Jesus. And it's time to be asking him, God, what else is there? What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? How fast? How how far, how much more do you need from me? I'm willing to do this. Is that where you stand today? Or have you found yourself complacent in your walk with the Lord? Yeah, I know this is kind of turning into a shin kicker. My notes ended quite some time ago. I'm freestyling now. So you're going to have to take whatever God pours through me right now because I believe that we've got to get awake in what we're doing. We've got to wake up in our spiritual life. We can't slumber any longer. We don't have time for it. Look what's going on in our world. We're being lied to left and right. We're not being told a complete truth. There is no truth to be found anymore except in God's word. We've got to dig deep in his word. We've got to be close enough to him that we can bounce anything that comes across us against his word and know what's right and what's wrong in this world and in our life. It's time that
that we wake up from our spiritual slumber. It's time that we're no longer complacent. It's time that we become the men and women of God that he has called us to be, to preach the word of God that he's called us to preach. The word says that we'll overcome our enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. That blood of the lamb is our surrender to Christ Jesus for the blood he shed for us on Calvary. That testimony, that story that we're to tell is our story, our story of redemption, how he draws us out of darkness and he puts his light in us to shine into others. That's what he's calling us to today. Complacency kills. We can't be complacent. We've got to get our act together. It's time that we become the warriors that he has called us out to be. Stand on your feet When you've done all you can to stand, stand therefore. Put on the armor of God. Sharpen your sword. Get in his word and allow him to pour through you whatever it is he needs to get you awake and to touch someone else's life. That's our role. That's what he's called us to. It's not about us. It's all about him. We're here to worship him. We're here to serve him. We're here to be in relationship with him. It doesn't matter how many trucks we got. Doesn't matter how many houses we wind up with. Doesn't matter how much land, how many cows we own, how many goats we own. It don't matter. What matters is what we do with our life according to the word of God and what he pours through us to touch someone else. Our role here is to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. If you're lost, you need to be found. If you've been found, you need to seek out the lost. Do you understand what I'm saying to you tonight? Whew. My goodness, that was a mouthful of stuff that just came through me. Listen, God's got a number. He's got your number. He's got my number, and he's not going to let go until he has what he needs. He's he's not going to quit pursuing you. He's not going to stop coming after you. He has a role for you to play. He's got a, a purpose for your life. This is your time to shine. Now it's time to uncover that lamp, and it's time to let others see his light in you. Amen? God bless you guys. We love you so much. We're praying for you. We're fighting for you. We are on the front line. We're giving everything we can right now. This is us. This is life. This is reality right in front of us right now. We're living in these last days that Jesus spoke about in in Matthew chapter 24. Read the book. It's a good one. It's a good story. It'll shake you to your core. But trust him. Get close to him. Listen to that still small voice and allow him to speak into you the truths that he's asking to speak into you. He wants you to hear them. He needs you to hear them because inside these truths are direction. Inside these truths are life. Inside these truths will defeat darkness and will defeat the lie of the enemy. You need to get close to him. You need to get in his word. Quit being complacent in your life. If you haven't been going to church, get your tail to church on Sundays and Wednesdays if necessary. Get back in God's Word. It's not just about going to church. Listen to me. It's good. We need it. We need the fellowship of other believers. But it's about getting into Him, not just a building. Let God pour into you that which He needs to pour in. You've got a gift. He's given you a gift. He's given you a talent. 
He's given you a song to sing. He's given you a song to write. He's given you a message to preach. He's given you a message to write out to someone. He's given you a smile to give to someone. He's given you a hand to shake on someone else's hand. He's given you words of knowledge to speak into people's lives. He's given you abundance to bless those in need. He's given you all that you need, but he's done so so that you'll serve him in the capacity that he's called you to. Man, I'm going to preach all over again. I'm going to have to quit. Just keep in mind, complacency kills. It's time to wake up from our slumber. It's time to go about his business in our life. He's called us for such a time as this. Amen. God bless you. We love you. I believe I'm feeling better. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power in my life. I'm ready to rock this joint, man. So join with me, would you? We love you. Rhonda and I are praying over you. We pray over all of our listeners that get these messages. We thank you for your support. Thank you for those who are supporting us financially. If that's something that you're being led to do, we would greatly appreciate any financial support that you can give us. It doesn't matter the amount. It doesn't matter the size. We believe God will bless it. We believe God will bless you for giving it, being obedient to him. Follow him and follow his heart in your giving. Continue to pray over us. Can pray for our health. Continue to pray for our, our sanity in this crazy time. Continue to pray over Rhonda as, as she continues to care give for her dad. Um, he's almost 92. Uh, there's challenges that come with all of that. Uh, she's a blessing, I guarantee you. And, and, and God is blessing her in the process. But pray over us. Pray over our family. Pray for our safety. Pray for our health. Amen. We love you. God bless you for following along with us. God bless you for supporting us. We'll talk to you again real soon.